When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I don't know if I've seen anybody say it either, but I'll, I'm, I will keep it for the extra. So, you know, by the way, Talking Tech, this podcast, I'll probably keep that little bit in. We were talking, in a brief, we didn't even start talking, but we're going to do the Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morella, the Big Stepper review this week. So stay stay tuned to that on the extra. My name's Daniel. It's half of mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do the podcast every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Check us out on Patreon again if you want the extra. Um, I'm at Daniel to look half hope. Where can you be found if you want to be found? Um, half of footballhot.com, man. I saw you on uh, Football Fan. What's, what's that channel? Tribe. Yeah, that was fun. Fans man. That was Tribe. Fun. That was fun, man. That was good. Yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I like when people are like in their home. It's like a home game. So you yeah. can you, you, you can you can put a bit oh what are you saying no like you can put the little O yeah. on the end of things like you can just be it's yeah, no, no, yeah it's, so. it just feels like well, yeah like, because sometimes whenever I do this I have to sort of flex between like my really hardcore Nigerian accent and the more kind of okay people need to understand what I'm saying mm-hmm. well then it's like oh I can now go fully like home like this is just fully like yeah, <laughs> yeah and, nice. and and then understand good. everything I'm because guys like. You won't understand everything that I'm saying if I really go talk like how I talk to them. But there's oh Jesus, like this is home, you know. Yeah, so that was nice. That was nice. I've always thought a a, a podcast in pigeon English would be it very niche. Wait, wait, and, but have, and... have you had a pigeon commentary? No, Soft, hilarious man. No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> because there's this channel called Super Sport, which is like owned by South Africa, yeah, which... yeah. and yeah, like there's a, an option for pigeon commentary. Oh, Stuff wow. is hilarious, man. I know Supersport very. That's how I, that's how I watch Afcon, bro. Yeah, Supersport. The Supersport links are always around. So, <laughs> um, you want to start with like title stuff, or you want to start with the final? Let's 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 go. Let's go with um, what's it called? The title, and then we can go into the final, man. All right. So let's start with Italy, Milan, and Inter. I have this slight faith that AC Milan are going to get it done. What do you think? I'm not sure. <laughs> like, 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 me, like it's, this is what I was saying before. Like, I think the best situation to be in is if you have to win. The worst yep. situation is, oh, draw or win. Because obviously, if I'm purely play, play, play for the win, don't play for the draw. So when you stop with two ones, you're like, hey, okay, you know what? It's 0 0. Oh, it's cool. Oh, it's 2 2. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's just hold in 2 2. And then the team now wants to attack, 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 but you're just holding on for, for a draw. Then they can just get the goal. I suppose to okay, it's two two. We need to win here. So you're really going in. So yeah, I mean, like they should do it. They should do it. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. But look, I also like I've got to keep my, with my pick. My pick was into to begin with. It's looking a bit tricky, but um, we'll see. No, no. If Milan do, I think it'll, it'll be great, man. You know, you don't have to keep the pick. Yeah, you know, yeah, you can yeah, just no, say yeah, you were yeah. wrong. No, no, no. You, you can't change. It's 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 too late to, to change now. Like, you, you know, I was I was watching the the Celtics and the Bucks yesterday, and mm. and and before the series started, 
Stephen A said Celtics in seven. Mm. Then the Bucks won game five and they were up three two, and he switched his pick to Bucks in six. Oh Celtics won game six. Uh, yeah, Celtics won game six, and then before game seven, Stephen A then switched his pick back to Celtics in seven. So he switched his pick twice in the See, space of three games. That's, that's just ridiculous. If Stephen A can do it, you can do it based no, on the no. evidence at hand. No, no, that's that's no, that's no, you can't. That's that's trash. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if if the goat can do it, you can do it. It's fine. I don't, well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if Stephen is the goat. Yeah, she's just saying, Shannon, I'll take the Club Club Shay Shay's not that bad. I've, I've watched a few interviews. It's, no, no, look, look, man. And, and also, I saw Stephen A. You know, he ruined first take, bro. You, you, you uh, literally yeah. destroyed that show. Everything, everything that that skit built, you destroyed it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a different comment. Ah, oh, man. Shout out to Max, man. Where were we? Ah, switching picks. Yeah. I don't know who I picked at the beginning of the season. I'm pretty sure I picked Inter. I don't know if I'd have picked Juventus. Most girls would have picked Inter or or or, or yeah, I I would have picked Inter. I think. But, but no, basically, no one no one would have picked Milan. I, I didn't have Milan, them, but I have a theory, and and you tell me if you find this accurate. Mm. Unless a person has an affinity towards either Juventus or Inter, or some deep connection to an otherwise Italian team, if you're a fan of a French club, an English club, Spanish, German. American, South American, African, Australian, Asian club, you have an affinity towards AC Milan. I think most football fans, if you like, what, what are your favorite three clubs? If you could name them, Milan would be on most people's lists, especially of a, of a particular age. Maybe not in the past. If you started supporting a, a fo- football team in the last 10 years, maybe this wouldn't count as much. Or like if your consciousness in football only lasts until like, 2012 maybe they wouldn't pop on your radar in that way but when we were growing up the players that ac milan had there's no way you couldn't have a at least a begrudging respect for them if not i like that team shevchenko sedorf maldini the name bro you could just keep going the two like there's so many players that played on on, on those teams that were just amazing kaka Ronaldinho was there, uh, Beckham even was there for the for people that like that kind of stuff. <laughs> like yeah. everybody who was somebody was there. Oh no no no, go ahead. No, as I said, warehouse as well as that. I just I mean, obviously you have to be successful and win, but there's just something about red and black. Mm. Like I think that's Real Madrid successful and everything, but white is just very bland. Blue is blue. The, that's combination of red and black. It's so striking. It's such a striking color, and the fact that you know they were now super successful, like in the nineties and two thousands, I just think that it's very it's it's because what, what do they say? Like they say like um, red is a color that is for danger. So anyone that that, that wears red is always going to grab you. And then we now mix it with black. There's and just the something white shorts, about that the white trunks as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's a, a good, very striking it's, color. It's a good looking kit. It's a good looking. Oh kit. no, yeah, yeah. yeah. See I mean, now, like, see now, me like 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 I've told you. I don't know if I would have been, especially like 2010, especially after like Mourinho got there and stuff, or 2000, when did he get there, 2008, 2009, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. I was more of an Inter guy because of Mourinho and they were blue and all of that. But those teams in the in the 2000s, they were undeniable. So there's always been this part of me, especially doing this podcast. There was a time where there was no Champions League football at San Siro. 
that's almost mm. unfathomable for somebody who was like you know born we're in a similar era like for our era for there to be no Inter and no Milan in the Champions yeah. League is like what huh it doesn't make sense and yeah, then and and then even Milan like Milan are historically they must be top 5 they have to be it's it's Madrid Bayern Barcelona Milan and maybe Liverpool and then maybe you can throw United in United there. United and... well. no, they are there in that five. They're, they're, they're in, they're so five. for them to be so down, and this is the their perhaps their first title in a decade. Mm. It feels good to see them. Like when you go on Google and you type in Syria table and you click it and you see Milan first, it's like yeah, that's 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 what I remember. Mm. That's where they're supposed to be. Maybe it's and it's not even them winning. Like them winning is a cherry on top. But just being in the title conversation makes me feel like, yeah, that's the Italian football that I'm accustomed to, that I know. They had the downtime with, you know, the the tail end of Berlusconi. And then, you know, I think it was Chinese owners or Japanese owners came in mm-hmm. and that didn't work. And now they've been taken over, I think, by an American hedge fund. <laughs> with this might, this, that, yeah, Milan. This, it might hit a little close to home. Considering our Chelsea ties, no, but... no, I, I thought it was Bahrain people from Bahrain or something. No, 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 no. They're they've they're owned by an American hedge fund. I think the American hedge fund might be selling them to Bahrain, yeah, or no, yeah, might be selling them yeah, to somebody. Yeah, but... Some Bahrain guys are trying to say what's up. Yeah, this this current evolution of you know Maldini and um, who is the guy that was at Arsenal, the technical director, or Gazidis. Gazidas, like this is American kind of structuring, okay, which yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. slightly gives a little bit of hope over you know Boli and those things if ah, if, the, if 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 the sale gets over the line. But the generation that's come through of Tomori, Liao, uh, Hernandez, Tonali, just it's a young team with you know. <laughs> you know, like uh, Zlatan and those guys that are just kind of veterans. But yeah, it's I, I, I like this for Syria. I like this for Milan. I think it, it would be really good if they got over the line. That being said, as much as I want it to happen, it would not shock me in the slightest if they lost. Because maybe the last decade hasn't given me the confidence in them that hmm. the season suggests I should give them if that makes sense. No 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 I mean it would it would be it would be disastrous if they lost that game after everything they've done and you've come so far and you're so close it would be it would be disastrous. It'll, to, it'll, it'll, but to be fair can can we put three points in interest pocket? No. <laughs> so <laughs> and, 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 and also this is a very tricky game which is away that's a tricky game. that's what I'm saying. So like there's there's like a buffer even if you don't do it, Inter have to do it. Yeah. So nice. there's that. Again, I I like seeing Milan where they're supposed to be. But Bayern are supposed to be at the top of the Bundesliga. Liverpool and Manchester United are supposed to be at the top of the Premier League table. Barca mm-hmm. and Madrid are supposed to be at the top of Spain. Marseille and Lyon are supposed to do well in France. PSG these days. Milan, Juve, and Inter are supposed to do well. In Serie A. So for them to be like 7th, 8th, 10th even, I think one season. I'm not sure, but I feel like there's a season in there where they were like, just like, what is going on? 
<laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, look, man. I mean, again. So this is <laughs> establishing order, which I, I like. Want to delve into deep because who, who knows the stuff that was happening behind the scenes beyond Kelsey Pauli, man. By the way, I did investigation into how you pronounce that word. No, I'm right. In England, they say calciopoli. In Italian, it's calciopoli. Calciopoli is five syllables. Okay. And then in Italian, it's it's like four, calciopoli. Yeah, it's four. So I don't know what's the correct pronunciation. But when I hear Italians say it, it sounds like chop. I don't know how they get that from calciopoli. I don't know. But I, I think it's like when you said that in England, they used to say Solkshire as Solkshire. Solkshire. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where in England, they just pronounce it any old way. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe something something to look into. But yeah, did you see City drawing? Or oh, no. or no did, even to be down two nil at halftime. Oh no, that was wild. No, like like I definitely didn't, I definitely did not see that man. Um, <laughs> no, I mean obviously like nobody did. But so that was a bad question. Is my point? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nobody saw that. Although, when you don't have, I think they don't have Stones, they don't have Walker, they don't have uh, Ruben Diaz. Fernandinho was playing center back, I think. Damn. Did you watch? Um, bits of it. Not, 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 not uh, yeah. So, Antonio was just picking on Fernandinho the whole time. Like, he, he clearly saw him as food. So, <laughs> and anytime West Ham had the sniff of a counter-attacking opportunity, yeah. he would just pick on Fernandinho and just try to run past him, knock the ball past him and run into space. Um, so, yeah, when you have a back line, I think of Zinchenko, Cancelo, Fernandinho, and I'm forgetting who the fourth person was. Laporte, I think. Mm. You're asking for trouble. And the first half was trouble. And Bowen beat the offside trap twice. His first finish was incredible. Like he he took a touch. He didn't look at the goal, and the the angle was very acute. And all of his attention was making sure his technique on the ball was right. He didn't look at the goal. He just knew it. Muscle memory, I don't know. And uh, it was a good finish. And then the second one went through Fernandinho's legs. It was another good one that Antonio gave to him. Um, and I thought, you know what? You've given yourself one big mistake, and you're still up 2-1. City do this all the time when they're losing, mm. especially at halftime. They'll come out in the second half, and they'll score within 5, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. And for West Ham, I thought you had to hold on to 2-0 for as long as possible. Get to 75, 78 minutes or something like that, and then concede, and then you can defend for 12 minutes, but you can't defend 2-1 for 40 minutes. And you know they couldn't. Uh, the second goal. What was the second goal? Well, what was the second goal or City's second goal? Yeah, City's second goal. The the first one was Grealish. Yeah, it was an own goal. Ah, yes, yes. Mares, he put in a really good cross and Kufal. He didn't know what was behind him, and uh, it went in. And late in the game, Mares had a penalty to make it three two, and. <laughs> I looked at him, and fr my first thought was, where's De Bruyne? Are you running from the grind? Why are you running from the grind? Why are you putting it on Mahrez? But then I thought back, and I think about, you know, th penalties he's taken for Algeria. He seems to be the one in City squad who wants 
to take the big penalty, who mm-hmm. wants to step up in the moment. And it's good that you have a player like that. We'll we'll, we'll get to a person later in the show <laughs> who, who also ran from the grind. But I like that Mares wants to take it. But if you want to be that person, you got to make it. And, uh, you know, Fabianski did well, I suppose. Um, what do you make of City dropping points? Does this bring Liverpool back into the conversation? Are you going to, as you, as you will with Inter, are you just going to stick with your pick that City will win? Oh, no, no. Like, for me, I am more certain on City winning than Inter winning. Like, I'm not Inter because I, oh, okay, I'll, I'll go with it, but I'm still confident because for me, Liverpool should win tomorrow, but if they don't, then it's screwed. But even if Liverpool win, City have a home game against Aston Villa, a mm-hmm. team who are not really good defensively. You can't wish for anything but a home game, they'll, which is what they did against Brighton. There may be a few scares to begin with, and they'll, they'll just blow them away. So, like, yeah, like, I think home game against Villa, like, I don't think City are going to screw it up. No way. Who do Liverpool play? They play today or tomorrow, Wolf. right? They play Southampton tomorrow, then Wolves on the final die. See, Southampton are a tricky one. Because they're a team that, like, spreads cheeks for some teams. You know, they'll lose 7-0, 9 Didn't they lose 9-0 a couple seasons? Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. City. like, they have it in them to just Improve. play very loose. <laughs> mm. I guess that's how Hassan Hudo and those guys, they just they, they coach them in that way. But Liverpool could get some of that goal difference back. People will be on about that stretch of, like, oh, Jared is going to give Liverpool the league title that he couldn't give them. What kind of bull crap is that? That's that kind of that's that's just Disney Plus to the max. Yeah, of course he's going to be like, "Hey man, let me let me help my my peeps up." But at the end of the day, it's an away game against City where we have nothing to play for, and these guys are trying to win the, the league in their own stadium, man. So Liverpool have a chance at the domestic treble which I didn't think was possible. And the reason that's possible is City drop points and Chelsea can't win an FA Cup to save their life. I felt it was going to penalties after maybe, basically after Liverpool's kind of opening flurry of chances in the first 20 minutes. Mm. It didn't appear that Chelsea was going all out to score. And I felt this is probably going to go to penalties and that's what happened. But is there anything of note from the first 90 minutes that you can recall from that FA Cup final? Diaz is a really good player who mm-hmm. is, if he walks on his finishing, he can be world-class one of the best in the world. Um, Pulisic, yet again, brainless. And I believe Mount only created one goal-scoring chance in the whole game, which was the one that's to look at, though Kaka didn't get his first touch properly well. Um, Kovacic wasn't fully fit Liverpool lubricated Chelsea's midfield and they probably should have won that game like Chelsea with the better team in the Karabuki Cup Liverpool with the better team in the, in the SFA Cup but Chelsea had really good chances in both finals man in these high stakes games and when you, when you get given those opportunities man you've got to say what's up you have to put that shit away bro I thought Chelsea did okay I felt that in both finals, like you did okay, you did better than I thought you would do, but doing better than I thought you would do against arguably the best team in Europe is not going to be enough to beat them. Maybe you can hold them like they did, 
Mm. You know, and you get your draw and you get to penalties on both occasions. That's a decent result, and penalties is its own lottery. Mm. So perhaps you don't risk losing in the 120. You get to penalties and you just take whatever comes, but you can't legislate for what happens in the penalty shootout because it's it's not football. Let me ask you this though. Let's let's get to the real question. Should he have should should he have put Kepa on? No. In Mendy. No. The only way I thought that Chelsea could win that match, obviously you in, in 120, hmm. is by going for it. So I want you to save that last substitute, the, the loftish cheek one for Barkley. Do something more creative in the 120 minutes, especially for Klopp. Or I'm sorry, especially for Tuchel. If you know you're not going to substitute on Kepa, like that's not my plan, then do something in those 120 with those substitutes with those so, substitutes earlier. So why why wouldn't you bring Kepa on for penalties when he's a better penalty shooter than Mendy? Because in the last penalty shootout, he didn't show that he was better. Like well, all did, all well, five of them went in. And to be fair, his substitution of Loftus Cheek for Barkley was proven correct because Barkley took one of Chelsea's best penalties. His decision was Barkley, I think, is a guaranteed make. Kepa is not necessarily a guaranteed save to where he would be such a drastic improvement who's, on Mendy. Who is, who, who is, so who I would is, rather have a made trust, penalty of my who five. Trust, who would you trust better as penalties, Kepa or Mendy, to save a penalty? Who do you have more trust in? Me? Yeah, it's an it's 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 a it's, it's a simple question. I've seen Mendy save penalties more recently than Kepa. He saved one in an Afcon no, 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 final, no, no, and he no, saved no, one in this no, game. It's a so, question. just overall, overall, who would you Mendy. trust? You so you believe Mendy is better at saving penalties than Kepa? No, I didn't say that. I think Kepa is a better penalty saver than Mendy. You're asking me who would I trust to save one in a final? What? And the better keeper that I would trust in the big moment is Mendy. If you give me some random penalty Norwich in the Premier League and I could sub on Kepa, put him on. Wait, 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 but on. in a final, in that big moment, I trust Mendy more. Didn't Kepa save two penalties in a Super Cup final against Villarreal? Do you count the Super Cup as some great achievement? <laughs> okay. Answer so the I question. Think... No, 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 no. Answer the question because you told me to answer yeah, the question. No, no. I tried my best. Do do you count the I, Super for, Cup as, for me, as, as a big deal? For me, this for me, I value the Super Cup over a Queen Lizzie Football Association Cup. 100 percent yes. So this season Chelsea had a successful season to you. No, based on what was um based on the expectation of the league and the Champions League. So you don't think the Super Cup is a big deal? Based no, based on my expectation of this, because see, Super Cup happens before the season. Mm-hmm. The Super Cup is is a preseason. It's still a trophy that I value more, but based on the context of this season, <laughs> Chelsea Chelsea did not meet the expectations. So it's a crap season because the Super Cup doesn't is not part of this this season. It's not <laughs> like the, the Super Cup and the Community Shield that happens before the season begins. So based on this season, I what I want you to do in the league and the Champions League FA Cup. That's just like dessert. That's like extras on the side. But it's really about what you do in the league and in the Champions League. Can I explain Absolutely. it to you this way? Can I explain it to you this way? Mm. Terry Henry is a better footballer than DJ Drogba. Okay. In the big game, I want Drogba. I don't want Henry. 
that's that's even though objectively Terry Henry is the better player than Drugba, I want Drugba for the big moment. For me, I think Kepa is objectively better at saving penalties. However, in the moment of the final, I trust Mendy more than I trust Kepa. And let me let me, let, me, let me tell you why. And maybe that. I'm mistaken in, in putting that trust in Mendy, but I've seen him win an Afcon with a save penalty. All right, that's cool. Should, I don't know a bigger no, stage no, no. that Kepa saved okay, the penalty I'll you, on. Me, I'll give you Afcon, which is great. Mendy, you could have said that he was bad in that penalty shootout. He saved Mane's because he knows Mane. He guessed the right way more time, and he should have saved it. You guessed the right way. Your hand was fully on it, and it meant like because well, I was on the terrace with another Chelsea fan, and he agreed that. This guy's just badass. He's a very, he's a much better keeper than Thingy. He is just not a good penalty saver. And you can just, you can just tell that's that this guy with penalties, he's not good. Their guy, like Caballero, is a trash keeper. He's very good at penalties. Cruel is okay. So they're those guys who, like, what's it called? Um, freaking manually. Put him in penalty saver, but over 90 minutes, not good. And my thing with Kepa is. And this is what people said. Those penalties in the Carabao Cup, it happens. Those were very good penalties. And those things happened. Same thing happened to De, De, De Gea, where he, he didn't save one because those penalties were just really good. Then he saves one against West Ham. So I think for Tuchel, which is what happened, he was like, man, Kepa messed up in that final. I don't think, I, I, I just trust Mendy to do something. How here. many shootouts has like, Kepa won? Oh, wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. So yes, he saved that one from Mane. I was like, cool, but you know him. I look at the Femino one, bro, your, your hand was on it, bro. Your hand was on it. And I think you just have to accept the fact that in penalties, I just don't trust Mendy. And I just don't have confidence in Mendy saving a, a penalty. So I just think that, you know, you, like, I, I think he flopped there, man. Kepa should have been in that penalty shootout. What's the biggest penalty shootout that Kepa's won? Wait, but, wait, but, but how it was, okay. That's how is that? So, so you're saying that, like, based on the bigness of the game somehow affects how well a guy can play. Form. I think so. A penalty shootout is about skill. It's about the skill of you making an educated guess and how good your reflexes Have are hope. in that Have context. No, wait, 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 hold on. When you're watching Mendy, it's really a case of luck. But when you look at a whether it's um, I've got I think it's um, Bravo, a dude from Sevilla who's really good. Or you look at a perfect Couture. When you look at a Couture. There is just a confidence you have of like, man, this guy's gonna get one of these. Because you just feel there's an air of, of, of confidence when you see Kotua at in penalties as opposed to Mendy. It's because he's Mendy, six foot seven. I don't have any confidence. What? Courtois six foot seven. He's a giant. Of course you think if he dives the Mendy, right way, you can get okay. one. Fine, put it to one side. When I see Kepa, I have more confidence in 90 minutes, hell no. Penalties, I have more confidence that Kepa can get one than The only Mendy. penalties he's saved in shootouts are ones that he's supposed to save. Like bad penalties. He's, it's the same as Mendy. Mendy hasn't saved a, so, an amazing penalty was a good penalty. Which one? Firmino. I think his technique was good. The placement wasn't. So, like, ev- Come on, ev- Danny, what is everything that he did up until hitting the ball guaranteed that he would make it, even if it was bad. Because he sat Mendy down. Maybe you could argue Kepa would have been impervious to the technique and he just would have known, oh, he's not going to strike it here. I need to wait a beat. But even if he does wait a beat, if Mendy got his fingertips to it, Kepa probably doesn't even touch it because his arms aren't long. 
He's got alligator arms. Do, do you remember in the in the League Cup final with Sorry? What, what would that have been? 2018, 2019? The Aguero one that he had right in the corner. Aguero didn't hit a good penalty. Kepa dived the right way. It hit his it hit his fingertips and it went in. So we've said on this podcast so many times. If you hit the ball in the right spot, you cannot save the penalty. It's too close. The ball's going too fast. Your reflexes aren't going to be good enough. The only penalties that are savable are ones that are hit poorly. We can go to Mount's penalty, for example. Allison didn't save one either until Mount hit a shitty one. Mane's penalty wasn't that good. That's why Mendy saved it. All the other penalties were either great, good enough, or they hit the post like Aspilicueta. Allison, Mendy, they canceled each other out. The difference was really Aspilicueta hitting the post, if we want to be real. Now, now maybe you say Keppo can come up with a spectacular moment. Fair enough. If you believe that, if you want to, you know, hypothesize what Keppo might have done, could have done, should have done. All right. You can have that point. I just, I don't think Keppo has shown that to me. For, for me to have that belief that it would have made some crazy difference in the outcome of that shootout. The difference is Aspilicueta hit the post. Well, no, Mane no, no, no. missed. No, no, but basically, all, all I'm saying is that and Mount missed. That's the difference. You, 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 have, you just you have to put yourself in the best possible position to win. And again, like penalties are definitely penalties. It's it's not really skill. You're making an an educated guess. So they're just some guys who are like I but just Mendy guessed right. That's that's what I don't understand about that point then, because Mendy guessed right on the Milner one that he could have gotten. He guessed right on well, the Mane well, one, obviously that he saved. But he guessed right on the Firmino one. It's a combination. It's a combination because. It's about he was never gonna save Trent. It's it's about an uneducated guess and your reflexes in that context of the penalty shoot shootout. When you just look at the Super Cup final, I think was it split there was another penalty shootout so forth. I mean just look at the way that Kepa saved them. Saved those penalties, you're like, no, this guy is good at this. He's good in this context. He's a trash keeper overall, but in this context, you could just tell that this guy is good. Liverpool have better penalty like, takers like, than like Villarreal or... Yeah, you can tell that Tim Cole is good in this and so forth. For Mendy, you can just tell that you're just hoping he saves him, but you just, there's no confidence. You're like, yeah, he's just not good at this. That's the thing. He's just not good at, at, at that penalty. But beyond that, though, again, look, we are going to disagree. I felt that he flopped not putting on Kepa because putting in the best position. But oh, no, good. no, just, 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 just lastly, I think my original point is more correct than anything. If in a game you get five or six substitutions... Use those substitutions. Don't save one substitution for the 119th minute. Use that in the 70th minute, in the 80th minute, in the 90th minute, in the 100th minute, in the 110. Use it then to try to win the game so where you don't even have to go to penalties. No, you have to no, you have to think for four dimensions because it's about looking at the concept of looking at the concept of the game and who's on the bench. Chelsea, who, who the hell do? Who the bloody hell did Chelsea have on that bench? To anybody to fit to run at a, a tired Liverpool defense? Who? I'm not telling you who. Remember, Timo Werner was injured. Barkley's going to run. Who? Loftus Cheek was there that you could have used before the the, the halftime. That, in, that in extra bench, time. There was nobody on that bench that was going to do anything. If Timo Werner was there, good. You bring Werner on. Apart from Werner, who was there with the speed to try to run and stretch Liverpool? Could he have brought on nobody? Like you always said, I don't know if you got it from your brother, you made it up or what, but penalties is punishment for not winning the game in two hours. You get two hours to try to win the game. If you can't do that, then okay, this is your punishment. Penalties. I think that's a great point. 
but don't don't beg for the punishment. Don't like keep something there for the punishment. Like not just try to win the football match. I want to be nice. I want to be kind. Mason Mount. I thought he had a pretty decent game. Mm. He wasn't fantastic. He wasn't spectacular, but he wasn't crap. He was he was decent. He was pretty good. He missed that penalty. It might be unfair, but it is accurate that in the Carabao Cup, especially the chance that he had, I think, in the second half, where it was just him and whoever the backup Liverpool goalkeeper was, and he hit the post. Those two instances at Wembley, I don't know if they'll haunt him, but it's it's not good for the Wikipedia page 30 years from now when people go back and read it. So what do you make of Mount's performance? I know you're very critical of him. I'm not trying to set him up for like some have hope slander, but it is worth talking about that he's had six finals at Wembley and he hasn't won any of them. And his last two, he's been wayward, at least with his finishing. And if I can just add this last little point, people have been giving him credit for like goals and assists this season. So if you can score against Norwich and these guys, it would be nice for you to put the ball in the back of the net in like a big game. That'd be, that'd be, you know, that'd be good, but you can go. Um, no, look, I said with Mount, the guy, he's, he's a decent player, has some talent, but he's limited, you know. Um, he isn't creative enough. And I don't think he does enough to try to create chances for attacking players over a 90-minute period. Chelsea fans just need to stop this crap putting him as the face of the club. He's the main guy of the club because that's just stupid. It is stupid. And you're, you're put, putting unnecessary points upon him. So the face of the club and the main guy of the club was responsible for Chelsea losing two finals, like in a in a big, big way. Not 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 the only reason, but he was a major reason Damn. of why Chelsea lost those two two finals. You know. So you keep, you, you you keeping it that real, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's, 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 it's a fact. So so I don't know how it works of like us still continuing to proper months as this savior and Mr. Chelsea when the, your final he is not your savior. So, shout out Kendrick. Um, I think we've said this from the very beginning. If Mount is your best player, something's wrong. That's not to say he shouldn't be in the team, he shouldn't be in the squad. He does, he's not useful in instances. But if Mason Mount is the best performing player at Chelsea Football Club, there's an issue somewhere, whether with recruitment, the style of play, something is wrong. I don't think Mason Mount should be Chelsea's best player or most important. I think he should be one of the cogs in a functioning system, in a functioning team. But if the team is reliant on him to get them to the places that they're meant to be or that they desire to be, I think he'll just come up that bit short. And maybe the Champions League was a trick. (laughs) That, hey, hey, you know what? can't do this 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 but this season has kind of proven i think this season is more reflective than last season of like what is actually the capability of mount being option one Mm. it's you can get to the final like your team's good enough to get to the final but when you need him in that big moment he's probably gonna come up a little bit short and maybe that's harsh on him i think he might be 23 i mean there's not 22 23 i mean you know he's maybe got a year or two left before we start being like, all right, like your age isn't an excuse anymore. But 
um, it's a deeper conversation about, you know, how Chelsea are structured, the board, signing, scouting, the Lampard's reign, all of these things that led up to this. But again, I've said this since I since I saw him at Vitesse. I think he could be one of the best English midfielders. Not one of the better midfielders in England, but one of England's better midfielders, mm. you know. In the not as good as Foden, but you know, somewhere below, you might have Foden and Bellingham and that guy, and then you have like a next class of maybe like Grealish, Mount, those kinds of players. Um, so you know, I think he, he'll be in the England national team and all of that stuff, like that's his level. But I don't think you can put Chelsea on his back and expect to win a Premier League. He's not that good, he's not Eden Hazard, he's not. Mm-hmm. Frank Lampard, he's not that guy <laughs> as as much as they want to make him that guy. And Chelsea fans probably have a, 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 a not a right, but a predisposition to wanting someone like him to be that guy because of Lampard, because of Terry. There's that that willingness of wanting to. He's the guy. He must be. He's ours. Like come, came from the academy right demographic, right phenotype, right, all of that. They want to want him to be the guy, but he's not, at least not yet. That's that's my take on Mount. Forwards, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know forwards are still talking like, bro, just, just, you know, chill. Have a Coke and a smile. All right, Lewandowski to Barca. Did we talk about that? We talked about that off camera, mm. but uh, or off tape. Do you think Lewandowski... Because he was linked with Chelsea today. I have a theory on why that was. But Lewandowski to Barcelona. What does that do? Lewandowski and Aubameyang in the same team. That's interesting. That's like 2014. Ultimate team from like a few years ago. Well, okay. Um, What do you make of Lewandowski? Do you think he'll go to Spain? And do you think he can do well? Like, Do you you think he's a plug-and-play player? That any team he goes to, he could do a job. Like, he will score his goal-a-game average that he's had at Bayern. Can he beat the Bundesliga tax allegations? He should do. I think he should do. <laughs> he, has, he has the quality and, and, and everything, you know. Um, yeah, that's, I think he can. I think he can, man. Because he's that dude. He's got the, the quality, man. I think he should do. I think those allegations are pretty deep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I think those allegations are deep. I, I think there's been, you know, a lot of investigation. I think, you know, they've got evidence. Uh, I've, I've seen a couple of witnesses lined up. Like, I think the allegations, I, it's going to be hard to beat those Bundesliga ones. The, 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 the only thing that gives you hope is, like, in the Champions League. But then you have to think in the group stages of the Champions League, you're playing, like, one, one really good team, one okay team, and one just uh, team. Like, where did this team come from? Mm-hmm. So... When you look at those Champions League numbers, like, oh, he scored 17 goals or 16 goals or 15 goals or however much it is, how many of them came against, like, the top? Probably a fair few, but mm. people use the Champions League as, like, the uh, the the kind of get-it-a-jail-free card for these allegations. Mm. If we want to extend the metaphor a little bit. That, like, look, he, he did it in the Champions League, so it's not just the Bundesliga. He can do it against blah, blah, blah. All right, let's see. Let's see what you can do against Huesca and Elche and Ibar and <laughs> mm-hmm. 
What's the other one? Granada and all that. I don't even know if they're in the, the, the first division anymore. But you know, like the, the murderers role of uh <laughs> Spanish teams. Uh you know. I would again I would like to see Lewandowski just switch it up. He's been with Bayern eight, nine years. Hmm. It's time for a move, I think. It would be nice to just I like seeing good players leave after after a bit. You know, if you do eight seasons in the same place, it's fun. This is go to a different place. Like I, I like seeing Ronaldo at Juventus. Just test yourself. It's it's interesting. Messi going to PSG. I like that. It might not be the best for you, but it's very interesting as like a as a, as an observer of the sport. Because how would Messi do in Liga? Uh, how would he cope with Traore and Sar and Sizoko and Kamara and how how would he do? And you know he can get assists, but can he score? So let's look at some questions. Oh, just lastly, what would you do to get him at Chelsea? You personally, if you could get Lewandowski at Chelsea, if if Todd B came up to you and was like, "Look, we need you to do something to get him to to Chelsea," would you be willing to drive to Bavaria? Yeah. Would you take a higher higher spaceship a plane? <laughs> Get the duplicate, but you have to surround him by the right players, man. So you, you can't have a mountain and Pulisic with Lewandowski, man. That's Do you know that, bro? That is a great point. If Lewandowski came to Chelsea, how would he eat? Mm. If if Lewandowski came to Chelsea and flopped, wouldn't would that prove the point of why Tammy looked a bit bad, why Lukaku looked a bit bad? If you bring somebody who's undeniable. But you don't change anything else, and you give him to Tuchel, and Tuchel's just basically like, you guys figure it out. And not flop. I wouldn't say flop, but let's say he got like 13 goals in a season. Would people say, ah, oh, it's because he's old, it's because of the Premier League, it's because of this, is that? Or would there actually be a, a focus, a directive on why is it Mount passing to him when he should be? Why is Alonso shooting instead of crossing? Why is Pulisic dribbling with his head down? Like, how come he's not looking? Um, can Kovacic not try the volley from 30 yards? Could he maybe do a bit better? Why is Jorginho kicking the ball out of bounds instead of (laughs) or out of touch? How how do you say out of bounds where you're from? Out of touch. Okay. Maybe those things would be more acutely pointed to rather than Lukaku's lazy, he doesn't run, uh, he's just trash for reasons, reasons, reasons. The ones that they always point to with uh, Lukaku and his ilk. Here we go. Let's look at these questions. What do we got here? From Black Emoji, he says, Chelsea should be banned from the FA Cup, right? Go for the three final losses in a row. (laughs) I'd rather you just lose in the third round, if I'm honest. Just lose to Dagenham and Redbridge in the third round. Just... Just save the five matches that you've played, or the six, because you make it to the final. Just save the games from your legs and put that effort into recuperation for the Premier League. You might get more points. Don't get to the final three years in a row and lose. What's that? I think you play six games. Third round, fourth round, fifth round. Is there a sixth round? And then the semifinal? Yeah, I think I think I think the sixth round might be the is that not the quarters? Yeah, so then okay, semi in the final. So six times the 18 games in three years that you play and you get nothing for it. Mm. Well, maybe you get bonuses and this and that, but 
just play three games instead of 18 and maybe those seasons look totally different. Because if you're going to lose the final anyway, you might as well ban them. If Liverpool win everything, how do we reverse the timeline? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which of the football gods do we need to sacrifice to? I don't think they'll win the quad personally. I don't either. I don't either. I don't either. They'll get one or the other. They won't get the Premier League and the Champions League. They'll get one or the other. Mm. So if they win the if, if they win the Premier League, they won't win the Champions League. If they don't win the Premier League, they'll win the Champions League. Something. By the way, this how do we reverse the time? I'm sick of all of these multiverse <laughs> timeline physicist movies and Doctor Strange and everything. What's that movie that just came out? Yeah, Doctor Strange too. No, 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 no. The the, the one with oh, um, everything Michelle Yeoh. everywhere all at once. Oh, yeah, I everything that. everywhere all at once. Mm. Different versions of there's seven different versions of me. And <sighs> can we just be normal? Like dimensions on dimensions on dimensions. It's just like yeah. reverse the timeline, Infinity Stones or whatever. Talking about. Uh, Suleiman. Arsenal or Spurs, who are your pick to clinch a top four spot? That's a good reminder, Suleiman. So, Arsenal lost to Spurs. Rob Holding, God bless you. But I don't know if football's for you, bro. <laughs> I don't know if football's for you, bro. Well, like, Sun, Sun clearly had it in his mind. Like, this, I think I can get to this guy. They had, like, four or five different clashes in that match. He got like the persistent fouling yellow card. Then there was the situation that led to the penalty where Suarez and Holding just kind of took him out. Um, Arsenal fans would argue that that wasn't a penalty. I mean, it was soft, but you know, I've seen them give him for less. And then the like shoulder to the face thing. Elbow, yeah, like an elbow, yeah. It's like, what are you thinking? And there's an eye in the sky. All the time now, yeah. so you should just know better. But maybe he just—it's one thing to know better, but can you do better? Maybe he's not capable of doing better. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Arsenal beat Manchester United, beat Chelsea, all of that. If they would have won the game, I think they—they they secure top four, or at least it's like really close to being secured. I guess. You know what? They might be playing today. They're playing today. Arsenal playing Newcastle. Yeah, 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 that's that's the game I was thinking about. Um, what do you think? Who do you think makes top four? Spurs or Arsenal? They'll Who would you rather make it? Tottenham. <laughs> hey, as a Chelsea fan, are you supposed to say that? I don't, I don't, I don't give a crap about what they're supposed to try. Don't don't lump me with. with <laughs> uh, not this week. Oh, but looking forward to listening to it. One of my favorite parts of a Tuesday. So just a comment. Shout out to, to Hamza C. Um, three more to go. Predict who will have the better career, Vinicius or Kamavinga? Different players, different positions. Um, how, how would you judge what a better career looks like? Because, because if there were trophies, they both play for Real Madrid. So it has to be about win like more Euros and World Cups than Vinny wins Copa Americas and World Cups. No, if you see them being in Real Madrid for the same time, whatever trophies Vinny wins are real. Come on, Mourinho wins that as well. So it's like I think Vinicius. Yeah, I trust Brazil more than I put it this way. 
I trust Brazil to win more from South America than I do France to yeah. win more in yeah. Europe because there's better teams or just there's less teams in South America to where Brazil will always have a chance in a Copa America. You might win two or three. Winning a Euro is infinitely more difficult based on Germany, Spain, Italy, England, uh, you name it, Belgium, yeah. Portugal. Portugal is going to be tough for everybody for the next yeah. 10 years. So, um, And in the World Cup, you're guaranteed probably as Brazil to qualify. Actually, the, the, the way that they're expanding, <laughs> France will always make it, I think. So, yeah. And just their style of play. I think Vinicius is – people have a soft spot for it dribblers scorers attackers Kamavinka's game is one that you have you appreciate more it's like a nuanced appreciation of that's a great touch that's a great vision he knows where the space is he's not necessarily the finisher of something but maybe the starter of it and I don't know how many people really appreciate that skill of just collecting the ball from a defender you beat the first man you pass it to somebody who then creates for somebody else it's like there's a there's there's a stat for the scorer. There's a stat for the person who passes to the score. But what about the person who created the pass to the assist maker? Mm. That's what Kamavinga is. He's somebody who will beat somebody in midfield, pass it to Vinicius. The Vinicius beats somebody and goes to get maybe a ball to Benzema, whoever the striker will be. And you, the nuanced man would look at Kamavinga and think that play doesn't happen without that. But how people generally look at football is, oh, do you see what Vinny did? He dribbled and blah, blah, blah. But how did the ball get to him? And that's when maybe Kamavinga might get lost in those debates. But who knows? That's why we have this podcast to point certain things out. Um, Sudan's top general. Do I owe Ancelotti an apology? Yes. Number one for ageism. Number two, you won the league. You're in the Champions League final. The way Madrid fans complain... My God, how spoiled can you be? Do you not feel this? Like when you do your, uh, you know, your hangouts and things, the entitlement of Madrid fans to want perfection every year, every game, every second, every just can you just not enjoy being the the best team in the world for like the last 100 years? Must you need more? Ancelotti's football is terrible. Bro, you're a champion in the Champions League final. You want more? What do you want? I want to win games playing sexy football, winning 15-0 every game. What world do you live in? This is why they are the best team in the world, objectively. Because the fans, even when they win four to five Champions Leagues, it's not enough. It's like they want them to, hey, hey, can we win a World Cup? FIFA, can we get into the World Cup so we can win that one too? But like, how, how do you feel about the the Madrid entitlement? Like, do, do you feel that, or am I off base somehow? It is what it is when when you support that club. It is you can say it's entitlement, but that is why they're so successful because they have extremely high standards. Mm. So when you have extremely high standards, you're like, there's no time for sentiments, and everybody is critiqued extremely harshly, and the benchmark is held very high, and it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, or so forth. It's what have you done for, for me lately? And you keep on, you just have to keep on having to maintain that high quality time and time and time and time again. So, in a rebuilding phase, they're in a Champions League final. Yeah, that's the level, bro. Who else does that? Maybe Chelsea did that last year, though, to be fair. <laughs> like they won a Champions League, and you wouldn't say this is a finished article, would you? Mm. 
Nobody will say Madrid fluked it. Chelsea will get the fluke. Madrid won't get the fluke because it's Madrid. It's like, oh yeah, Benzema is a Ballon d'Or winner. Of course, the team with the Ballon d'Or winner will go. Uh, lastly, more Madrid. Um, a friend, who is this? Who is this? Joseph Lopez. Shout out Joseph Lopez. Don't know you, but all right. Uh, a friend said what Madrid did in the second leg of the semi was expected because it's Madrid in the Champions League. And because of that, it was incredible, but not impressive. Do you think there's any merit to that notion? So can something incredible not be impressive? That's nuance, my friend. Can something incredible not be impressive? He, he, his friend is saying, because it's Madrid, okay. it didn't impress me, although it was amazing. Because I expect magic essentially from Madrid in the nah, Champions League. No, 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 stop it. Impressive is impressive. Whether whether it's Real Madrid or, or not, man, it's you could be always like, oh, but at the end of the day, it's like what they did is like come on. Like you had in the context of those games, Real doing what they did and back to back to to back, it was it's 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 crazy. That's I would ask his friend, like when Ronaldo did that bicycle kick in Juventus Stadium. You you might expect that from Ronaldo, because that's what he's capable of doing. So it was incredible, but you can't say it's not impressive because it's Ronaldo and you kind of expect him to do spectacular things. Like it's impressive. It can be both. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be both and. It can, it doesn't have to be that that complicated. Unless you just want to be mad or you just want to be frustrated. Maybe but it probably goes back to the original point. That we were talking about just a few minutes ago. Madrid fans don't want to be impressed. Because if they're impressed, then they get satisfied. And if we get satisfied, then Barca will come and take our things. Atletico will come and take our things. In Europe, City will come and take our things. We can never be impressed. We must always want more. We can never be satisfied. Feed the beast, etc., etc. That way they don't lose their spot. Maybe that's what that is. You don't know when to say when. There is no ending point you, you know how man city they just want to win the champions league mm. that feels like an ending point for them not necessarily a starting point in many ways and i felt that with chelsea like in 2012 chelsea won what they wanted to win and abramovich kind of like relaxed like he wasn't as happy to change managers chop and change spend crazy money this that it's like we did what we started the project for Madrid, it's gone on for so long. There is no, this is the end of the road. This is the, the the culmination of a project, blah, blah, blah. Nah, like we win and we win every year. And if we don't win the Champions League, La Liga, Copa del Rey every year, heads must roll. And it's not in pursuit of a particular objective. It's just in pursuit of excellence, no matter what. Roman was sacking people because he wanted a Champions League, not because they weren't successful. Ancelotti finished second and got sacked in Goodison. Second place, you know. <laughs> I'd snatch your arm off for Tuchel to finish second place this season. And he won't get sacked, finishing third barely. Madrid is like, what, like third place? Yeah, you got to go, bro. There's a reason why a lot of people on your hangouts are on loan at Madrid. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Because it's just, that's where I go to feel like the club is trying and there's success here for me. And my week won't be ruined <laughs> purposely. 
<laughs> so there you go. Um, you got anything else? No, man. You feeling okay? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Am I'm good. I? Oh, did I over talk in this episode? Like I no, feel no, no, like no, no. I'm just I'm I'm. But then I'm I'm not a big talker anyway, man. So I'm I'm more of a listener. Then if I have anything good to think, I then chime in, man. But kick it, man. Hit it, man. I was I was I was I was I was, I was listening to you spit, man. <laughs> you you know nah, I'll, I'll I'll tell you off camera. Anyway, talking tactics podcast. We do this every Tuesday. Remember to follow us on all the social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Follow us on Patreon if you want the Kendrick and all the other reviews that we've done. I posted the throwback that we did of Damn a couple weeks ago from 2017, whenever that came out. Mm. So, you know, that's the last one. I need to go back and listen because maybe there's some things in that one that would be relevant for this one. But, yeah, check us out on Patreon. Half Hope, where can people find you? Halfhopefootballhub.com, man. Indeed. Check him out on Football Fans Tribe. Football Fans Tribe. Yeah, check him out. He Mm. did that. You're on the terrace more frequently? Well, well, mo- mostly Mondays. But sometimes a few days here and there and everything. So yeah, so I'm, go I check that out. Time. Shout out to, to Terry. Floors? Flowers? Fluorose? Yeah. Talking Tactics Podcast. Sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always footballer. Peace! Peace, peace, peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.